Hi strangers, it's Katie and Devin and this is Shoulda Stayed Home. Uh, we're back in Michigan now, happy to be home, uh, yes. but also planning our next trip in hopes of seeing a moose. A moose would be cool. Yes, a relaxing cabin where no one will bother us and we can make hot chocolate in peace. No more traffic jams for this girl. Exactly, but until then, here we are doing this podcast. Um, okay, so we're continuing spooky and creepy stories for October. Uh, today we have a couple little ones that were sent in. All right, I'll start us off with this weird one. It is an anonymous story sent in. Uh, it says, about 10 years ago, my family lived in a house off a dirt road. There was this house that sat vacant the entire time we lived out that way. It always gave me the creeps driving by it. There was no driveway. My boyfriend at the time thought it would be cool to walk up to the house and see if we could break in. Of course, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I would probably do that too, honestly. So we walk the 10 minutes to the house and I already have this sinking feeling. I should have let him go by himself to get killed by the ghost <laughs> that I have always imagined lived there. Oh my God. There was a white barn in the back of the yard. The property was bigger than I thought. The back door was easily open like someone had broken in it before. We go inside and the air is so nasty and stagnant. There was still furniture and a whole a full house of belongings. It was like whoever lived there had just up and disappeared and left all of their shit. I never let go of my boyfriend's arm. I just had the worst feeling about this place. We go into the kitchen and he opens up some drawers and I see some open mail. The postage stamp was 96, so kind of old. Then I look at the address. The house number was 666. No, I'm leaving. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> That's a horrible idea. I kid you not. I swear. Is that address number even allowed? I wonder. If, like, that's crazy. I'm sure people do live at 666, but I'd be like, respectfully, mm. can we change that? I was just thinking that. the Don't they, the next part, they say usually they skip over the 13th floor, like, in tall buildings because it's, like, a superstition? Yeah. Is that is that, like... Doesn't that go for, like, evil address numbers? You would think. I don't know. Uh, I pretty much stop breathing and tell my boyfriend I want to go. He obviously is like, let's go into the basement. Mm -mm. There was a door in the middle of the kitchen wall that led down into what only I can only describe as a dungeon. The air gets thicker as we walk down the steps. The basement is filled with shit. Furniture, old jars, filled with buttons and goop. I remember a child's bike and a really cool kitchen table. I wanted it, but was nervous about stealing something from this Satan house. <laughs> no, man, it would have bad juju. Do not do that. I told my boyfriend that I was ready to leave, and he said he would come back up with me, come back without me to bring some shit home. I asked for the table and the chairs. As soon as I am out of the house, I feel a million times better. We walk home and my boyfriend goes back with my brother to snag some things. That's crazy. I would never in my <laughs> life do that, but okay. But okay. <laughs> he brings me my new table and I'm excited, but now feel nervous that I now have this haunted table in my house. Haven't they ever heard of that story where that girl buys that little jewelry box at the garage sale and then it's like ends up like and a then demon she's possessed. jewelry box? Yes. Hello. Yes. Like, don't people watch <laughs> movies? I would never do this. <laughs> That night, I had the most vivid dream. I was back in the house, and someone was watching me and grabbing at my feet as I ran across the basement steps. I woke up to a noise in my room and sat up to look around. 
there was nothing there. But fuck, I got rid of that table so fast. Oh, I would... Uh, no, like, I would never... First of all, if the house gave me the creeps, why would you go into it? You're like, no. oh, drove by this mm-hmm. house every day of my life. Let's go into it and see what... No. What if there was, like, me. a homeless person living in there? Well, I don't know. It would be even worse. <laughs> what if, like, they're crazy or something? What if, like, somebody stores dead bodies in the what house? What if it wasn't abandoned and there was, like, an inbred family that... Uh, hello? <laughs> yeah, that would be much more terrifying than any Satan could be. Those people look nasty. That would be so fucked up. I mean, I don't know. It, if I went in some in house, like, with my boyfriend, just push him in and see if anything happens to him first. Yeah. And then it's safe. Let him be the guinea pig. <laughs> I would not take anything from a house that I felt was haunted, ever. No, well, thank you. good thing I got rid of it, like, after those dreams, because, like, that's bad shit. Mm-hmm. For sure. <sighs> okay, so... <laughs> Uh, next up, I have a bit of a morbid but slightly magical story. Um, it was sent in anonymously. Long story short, oh, we have a trigger warning <laughs> on this. Long story short, uh, my best friend killed himself. We mm. were roommates, and I just moved out of the place into a new one. Um, He had a dream of starting his own clothing company, and the logo was a question mark. He wrote it and carved it into everything that he could. Um, I was in the middle of unpacking, and I decided that I was done for the night. I turned the TV on, and the light from the screen was glaring on a stack of book spines that I had on the table. I looked at them, and I saw a question mark. I got up to get a better look because I thought I was seeing shit and my face is two inches away from the books and a question mark was on the spine that looked like it was made of spit what or ectoplasm I could only see it I could only see it from the light of the tv the rest of the room was dark babe turn the light on we need to see this in real that was the why would you that's the whole story (laughs) yeah so okay. I don't know if you got some, your friend is like spitting on this ghost finger and like drawing question marks on your, in your new house that he's never been in. I don't know. I need the rest <laughs> of that story. It's not enough. I need to know what happened after that. But okay. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thanks. Anonymous uh, person. <laughs> um, but this story actually kind of reminds me of a personal one. Um, so... When I was 18, my family lost our house, and we ended up moving into a huge foreclosed house. Um, It was super fucking cool. It hadn't been updated at all since 1970, so there was carpet in the bathrooms. Oh, hell no. And the kitchen. I mean, we got rid of the bathroom carpet and the kitchen carpet. Why did people want carpet everywhere? Well, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Can you imagine, like, boys peeing and it just splashes everywhere? Uh, You know how my poop goes. It's, like, (laughs) freaking explosive. It'd probably be all over the carpet. shit splattered on the carpet. Yeah, so. Absolutely not. (laughs) My mom was like, yes, absolutely not. So that was, like, the first thing that she got oh, rid yeah, of was the 100%. bathroom well it was cool i thought it was sick but i mean Mm-mm. in a cool way <laughs> yeah. uh, there was like gold shag in the dining room and um another room we called the den but i called it a green or the green room because it had really cool green shiny floral wallpaper and like this floral green like shag carpet it was so cool um anyway okay actually this is gonna be a longer story um there was this, like, twisty spiral staircase, so it was, like, 
I don't know. It, it also had floral carpeting, but it was just like a house that I've never seen before in my life. Um, that, well, my bedroom was upstairs at the end of the hallway. There was three other bedroom or two other bedrooms upstairs. Um, my bedroom was at the far end and it was kind of like a loft bedroom. Um, it had two huge closets that both had French doors. Um, it had crazy floral wallpaper and like contradicting floral carpets. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and then there was a bathroom and a vanity room off of the bathroom. Um, so the bathroom part, like it didn't have, it had a sink, but it didn't have a mirror. It had a mirror on the back of the door, which I thought was weird. And then the vanity room also did not have a mirror. So in front of the sink. So it was like, you never can see yourself doing anything in there. Um, but I used the vanity room to wash my face. Um, but the house gave me like the extreme creeps when we first moved in and I didn't want to like wipe my face off or like open my eyes and then see like a ghost standing behind me in a mirror. So I just kind of thought that it was the right thing to do to not even hang one up. But, um, so there was a closet that was in the vanity room and the way that you stand at the sink, like the closet door would open and like kind of trap you in between like the cabinets. Yeah, I know, what you, I know what you mean. Okay, so it like opens behind you. And so like whenever I would go in there to wash my face, I would press it and then pull the handle to make sure that it wouldn't open. Like that was just something that I <laughs> had to <laughs> do. So the monster can't get me. Well, like it was just a creepy fucking house. And like I'm up in a loft bedroom with no one around, like my mom and my stepdad. Um, their bedroom was directly underneath mine, but like really far away. I don't know. It kind of seemed like it, but so anyways, um, I don't know why I was so paranoid about the door opening, but it was like a huge thing. And well, we found out some history also, um, on the guy who built and owned the house. Um, we found a bomb shelter built into the ground. It was cool, but like, no, Um, (laughs) but no, my boyfriend at the time, my stepbrother actually like went down into it. Wait, your boyfriend and your stepbrother? Yeah. I thought you said your boyfriend and my stepbrother. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, they are the same. No. no, no I'm no, like, no. excuse me? <laughs> no. Go my back boyfriend and stepbrother. Got it. Yeah. So they went down into there and I'm like, uh, no. And uh, I don't know if anyone is a Tool fan, but has anyone ever watched the Stink Fist music video? No. Okay. Well, if anyone, do it after, I guess, but (laughs) like, it just, these like creepy people, this is what I imagined like down in the bomb shelter. There was creepy people in the video? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you'll have to, you'll have to look at it, but so I was paranoid, didn't go down there. Um, I thought that anyways, okay. Um, the dude that owned the house, I guess was also paranoid by building the bomb shelter, um, or maybe just eccentric, but his wife actually disappeared and he never reported her missing or something to that effect. Damn. So I just imagine that he killed her and buried her somewhere on the property. And like, she was just why I felt like weird in the house. And anytime I felt like a cold draft, I was like, Oh, it's just the wife. Um, and it kind of made me feel better in like a weird way. But, um, so this story also has a trigger warning. So if you're someone who has dealt with or has trouble hearing about suicide, uh, exit out of the podcast now and tune in next time. But okay. So, uh, my three brothers, what? My three stepbrothers, um, mom and stepdad lived in the house, uh, along with my cat, Lucy, um, 
she lived in my loft strictly and then I had my dog Lily and uh, my mom's cat who by the way she still has and is also still a jerk saber um he was mostly on the main floor in the house doing cat things but uh, I worked at a tattoo shop at the time and I didn't have to go in till around one or two from what I can remember it was this was a long time ago and um so I was alone at the time with Matt who was my oldest stepbrother um one of the brothers didn't live with us and I believe the youngest was still in high school at the time so Matt was home and my relationship with all the brothers was a different one um we weren't really close like at all but I guess cordial so um he was in his room which was the one first up at the steps and then my bedroom was like down the hallway so I said bye to him through his door as I walked down to leave for work uh a few hours later um (laughs) when I was at work probably doing nothing uh we'd my mom called and I had this like weird gut feeling um, and I immediately think that something happened to my dog only because the youngest brother left the door open like a million times and she just let herself out and explored down the private road we lived on. Uh, (laughs) Luckily, luckily the lady that lived down the street brought her back. But anyway, um, my mom was crying and she said, you need to come home right now. And I was like, what's going on? What the fuck? And she's like, well, Matt killed himself. And Damn. so I was like, like, that's not something I expected to hear at all. So I told my coworkers and they were like, also, what the fuck? And um, I drove home and on a talking shit side note, my cheating boyfriend at the time, he, I called him like seven times on my way home and he didn't answer until the last one. And oh, how nice of him. So like, what were you doing? But uh, <laughs> um, he said you'd meet me at the house. So I get there and... There's police, ambulance, um, but they can't move the body without a coroner present. So I think people were just like standing around waiting for them to get there. But I I remember running up to the house almost like it's one of those Lifetime movies where the cops stop you and they're like, we can't let you in. And then I go, I fucking live here. And it was like, it was literally like a movie. Um, Yeah. And everything was magically fine. And they're like, oh, you live here? Sure. Go on in. So okay I'm getting deep too deep into like this backstory but okay so Matt shot himself in the head in our basement um was this after you left for work this was he waited till I left and he went down shit so (laughs) um I was the last person to see him alive I was questioned by the police because I was the last person to see him alive and it was kind of like okay made me feel like a suspect um and for a very long time I thought like (laughs) if I would have stayed home would he have been able to do that? So yes, this is an entirely different show stay home story. Um, there really was no warning and it was crazy. Um, they never found the bullet. Uh, it wasn't lodged in a skull or anything. We couldn't find it anywhere in the basement, in the ceiling, in the walls. Uh, it was definitely crazy. But so back to the spooky point here. After he died, um, I started having weird... <sighs> I didn't, okay, I started having, like, weird vibes in the house, and, and also I had this dream where he came and visited us at the house and, like, was saying bye to his dad, and it was, like, like, giving everyone closure, and it was, like, really happy, like, it was a beautiful, happy, like, dream, 
Anyway, so after Matt died, our cat Saber would not go into the laundry room anymore. Um, and that's where his litter box and food were. So unless my mom accompanied him, he wasn't going in there. And Matt used to do laundry. Like it was, was that his where he job. killed himself? No, in the basement. But Matt oh. was constantly doing laundry like every mm. single day. And so I wish somebody would do my laundry every day. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, he was like he was wearing a shirt and then washing it the next day. Oh. It's like you need to relax. You need to not do that. So I don't know if like Saber was like, is he in here? Like his spirit yeah, like maybe like... doing laundry or something. It was super weird. He it was like that until he moved out. Like he wouldn't go in the laundry room. Um but anyways, I guess before I had the dream, um I was in my vanity room getting ready for bed. And I did the door thing. I pushed it, pulled the, pulled the knob. It was fully closed. I uh, washed my face and I get like soap on my eyes and stuff because I used to wear makeup, believe it or not. And I hear, like, I have soap on my face. There's like, I'm just standing there and I hear the door open behind me. And I'm like, mm-mm. Like, no, no, like I, this, <laughs> like, this is mean? not, this is not how I'm dying. Like I'm not doing that. So I grab a washcloth and I like wipe, um, the soap off my eyes and I slowly turn around to see the door like fully open, like inches in front of me. Um, I kind of sideswipe it a little bit to like get around it and hold my breath. And I look inside and the closet was empty and I'm like, who, <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like it was Matt, I guess, just like messing around with me. But like probably was honestly. But like, did he really have to like go that far? <laughs> Maybe he's stuck like, in limbo and he doesn't want to be in there. Well, I had yeah, and I had this dream, or I had this happen before I had the like goodbye dream of him, mm. like saying. So I don't know. Maybe it was like I'm gonna fuck with everyone before I leave. But um, it never happened again, and I was like, okay, cool. But we lived there for probably about another year, um, and then we moved out. Uh, that place was cold, damp, and creepy, but I still thought it was, like, the coolest place that we ever lived. Um, I drive by it sometimes, even though it's been, like, 10 years. It was totally redone uh, by the person that bought it. It doesn't even look like the same house. But... I wonder if they know someone killed themselves in there. <laughs> you know... They probably do. I think you have to tell people that, don't you? When I you buy a house. I th- actually, I don't think you're... Like, legally binded I don't think that you are, but I think, like, by mm. ethics, you're supposed to say something... Mm. But, like, it was, like, a huge thing. It was a huge thing that this happened. And, like, I don't want to say too much about it because it's, like, a personal problem for not my family anymore. But he was in a pretty well-known band in Detroit. So, like, this was, like, a huge, like, Mm. thing. So, like, it was all over. Everyone knew about it. And it was... I would be shocked if they didn't know that someone had died down there, but... Yeah, like, it was around in the neighborhood, and, like, the, probably the city, everyone knew about it. Well, and, like, yeah, so someone... And then, about the the history of the dude that built the house, like, his wife just goes missing, <laughs> and, like, nobody cares. So, I assume that... That is weird. She's there, just, like, buried somewhere. I have one story I can add to this spooky, um, random hodgepodge episode. That's... <laughs> Just, I haven't even ever, I don't know if I've ever told you this, I might have, but when I was four, I was living in a place called Amherstburg in Canada, and I have very vivid dreams even to this day where I remember everything, Um, but this, I'm almost 1000% sure it was not a dream. I was laying in my bed, and I remember I had fallen asleep, but for some reason I had woken back up, and I like was laying on my back. 
and I looked straight up, and mm-hmm. there was a... No. <laughs> Did I tell you the story? No, but I'm imagining where it's going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there was a guy, uh, he was, like, slowly leaning over top of me, okay? And he had, like, a black suit on. I couldn't see his face, and it was a hat. And I was like, what in the frick? So I started screaming. Like, I... I was screaming and so hysterical that my mother literally put me in the count on the counter in the kitchen and had to throw water in my face because I literally no I was so hysterical like I don't know what and she kept telling me it was a dream it was a dream it was a dream but like I literally to this day don't think it was a dream I after that was terrified to sleep by myself until I was 12 years old. And it I was like four. it was the Duke. That's what it reminds me it of. It reminded... Okay, so after, <laughs> after like, whatever. I think it was, like, four years ago, I was watching stuff on Prime Video, and there's this thing called Slenderman. No. Oh That's exactly no, just, what it just, looked like. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? just got hard from that. Yeah. It was, I didn't even... I never even heard of Slenderman until, like, a couple of years ago. But oh. when I visualized what I saw... And it's, mind you, I was only four, but I remember every detail of it. I remember the sound of my fan. I remember it was windy outside. I could hear like clicking on the window from a tree. Like I remember every detail. So I really don't think it was a dream. Um, It was just fucked and it (laughs) fucked me up. I still, to this day, I sleep with my baby blanket every night because I'm a weirdo and I have attachment issues. (laughs) I wrap it around my whole head because I'm afraid that something's going to... That's like, why you do yes. that? I thought it was just like a comfort thing. It's a comfort because I don't want to wake up and see something standing over me. I'm terrified. I mean, so if I have something on my face, I won't see it. I was like, oh, Katie likes to sleep suffocating herself. Like, yeah, I literally... <laughs> and that's how bad it scarred me. I'm literally almost 34 years old and I still sleep like that. So it could not have possibly been a dream because it scarred me to this day. Yes. And uh, I, told, I told like everybody the story and most people agree that it probably probably wasn't a dream it just was too vivid and I remember everything so perfectly which I do really well with my dreams remember everything as well but it was just it just stuck with me for so long that I don't think it was a dream and I think it was some kind of a spirit or something that I saw I never saw it again never in my life but it was like terrifying so that was my little ad when story. you like okay so you open your eyes he's like leaning over you yeah you scream where do you go did he just disappear when your mom came? Uh, I remember. I remember screaming. I remember putting, pulling my covers like this. Yeah. And I was screaming for my mom. I was like, ah, mom, mom. And then when I went like this, I could see it going into the corner. And then my mom was there. Like I could see, like when I when I like pulled down the sheet just a little bit. To he peek, was. He was. It was like he was moving he was... backwards. But, like, he so, was still facing me, but he was moving what, into okay. the corner. I have, like, goosebumps. I don't like this because <laughs> I've been sleeping with the blankets over my head since I fucking couldn't watch or finish that episode. Of Haunting Hill House. Haunting Hill, whatever, house, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I've been doing a little bit better, but now I'm going to be fucking thinking of that guy later. Sorry! <laughs> Dude, it was, it fucked me up, obviously. I still sleep <laughs> with a fucking blanket wrapped around my face. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's just, (laughs) it's crazy. It was just the craziest thing. And I remember everything. I remember what he was wearing, but he didn't have a face. That's what was weird. So it It was was like Slender Man. Yes. And I didn't even know that existed. And then like when they described it, I remember when he was backing into the corner, he seemed like he was too tall for the corner. Like he had to like crouch. He would, he would. So it's just weird because (laughs) like, I don't know. Anyway, that's my, that's my creepy story. And I'm pretty much convinced that it was not a dream. 
Uh, if anyone else has ever seen something similar to that, please let me know so I don't feel so crazy because I swear to this day that it was something real and it really scared the shit out of me. So that is all I have for that. I I don't think I've ever had any like nightmares like that. I have a lot of nightmares, but that's the thing. That's why I knew it wasn't a nightmare because I have plenty of nightmares even now where I can wake up out of the nightmare and go back into the nightmare and I'm 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 like conscious of it. Oh my god. So well, it's like I don't think it was a dream because I'm very a light sleeper. Yeah. So when I do go into a dream, I remember that I had fallen asleep first. So it's like I don't know, it's just crazy. It was just fucked up, dude. So fucked up. I don't have like there are times, most of the time when I'm dreaming and like something fucking insane happens, I'm like this is not real. Like, and I know it, and I can, like, force myself to wake up. I don't know if that's, like, a superpower or something, but, (laughs) like, I'm really good at, like, knowing what is real and what's not, and, like, I can force myself to, like, come back into the now, and a couple, I don't know, it was, like, two or three weeks ago, I had this, I couldn't come out of this dream, and I'm like, uh, I hate that. (laughs) What is this? So annoying. There was this... So my I don't have a problem with my basement. My mom has a problem with the basement. Mm. She I haven't been in your basement. I'll have to go down there and see if I have any weird vibes. Well, like wear like a blanket over your head because it's so fucking messy. <laughs> it's disgusting. A blanket over my head. Yeah, it's horrible back well, down, down there. But so this dream I had I was like it was because I was doing laundry a whole bunch that day and like it's in the basement, and you have to go down there, la la la, and it's in the back far corner. And no, ma'am, that sounds terrible. I don't... It's it's not like... It's not even scary. The only thing... I feel like I've talked about this before, and I can't remember if I did on this podcast or if it was just, like, for fun. But, so, my Oma... Um, I live in my grandparents' old house, and I ended up buying it from them. And uh, that's a whole different story. But anyway, so, my Opa painted the windows in the basement black. Because my Oma was afraid of thunderstorms. That's so cute. So it's very cute, but it looks demonic when you're down there. Because like I definitely want to go in your basement when I come over. The paint's like chipped off, so it's like, oh, cool. Like this needs to change. Um, So I'm down. It's I'm in dream mode, whatever. I'm in the basement, and there's like all these pull chain lights. Um, There's not like any light switches. Yeah, I know. That's how my basement is. Oh. Okay, that one another reason why I will not be going down there. Um, walking down the stairs, I walk into the other room. I have to turn on the light. I grab my laundry out of the dryer and I pull the chain light. I remember pulling the chain light and I walk out and I walk back up the stairs and I turn the light off at the top of the stairs and I can still see a light on. And I'm like, fuck, like, did I forget to do it? Okay, so I like make my way back down the stairs and then I see like a shadow walking beyond the like wall there where the light would be and, I, and I'm like what is happening and there's this little child Mm-mm. I fucking hate little children and so like <laughs> like little sc- scary ones like this little I like girl. I don't like any children except for my own <laughs> respectfully except for my own except for yours your your children are cute and nice so I'm like what the f-? there's this little girl she has blonde long hair and she like just is wearing pajamas and looks regular not scary at all and I'm like oh my god like help me get out of here and I just leave 
I go back You're up like, the I'm stairs. I'm leaving this child down I there. go back up the stairs, and I... So, the top of my stairs um, has, like, some stupid fucking door, and you have to pull it, and then there's, like, a chain thing that you have to... Or, like, a hook, per se, that you have to, like, put in so it locks, and the door won't open, because you'll just fling right down there. And... I get to the top of the stairs, I turn the light off, I pull it shut as fast as I can, but as I'm pulling the door shut, I hear the steps of the child walking up. And I was like, I gotta put the chain in the door or like the hook thing down. And I was like hyperventilating and I'm like, I have to get out of this. This isn't real. There's no fucking child just like living in my basement. And I went to my island to grab my phone and I somehow just snapped right out of it and was like awake. And then I was terrified and I had to sit up and like search the whole house. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was totally pointless and not a part of this episode at all. That's anyway. fine. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess if anyone has any creepy ghost stories, cool dreams, oh, we're going to be interrupted now, um, <laughs> cool dreams, or anything that, I don't know, that would give me goosebumps or whatever. Uh, Ooh, yeah, totally, like, <laughs> we, we could totally do a dream episode because dreams are so crazy. Also, refer us to your friends, family, if they are looking for a podcast to listen to so we can, um, you know get some more listeners out there yeah sounds good to me um all right well i guess until next time y'all bye bye